This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your weekly industry news brief for March 7th. First, the South Dakota Board of Nursing reinstates the license of an LPN who allegedly used fraudulent degree documents in her license application. During a meeting in early October, the board's meeting minutes evidence shows that the nurse's initial LPN application for licensure had fake documents. It then voted to suspend their license. Last month, the board voted to waive the suspension pending the nurse's completion of an LPN refresher course. The board then reinstated the license after a closed session that lasted almost an hour. It's not clear what evidence the board received regarding the nurse's license or what the rationale for reinstatement was. The board has not responded to Becker's repeated requests for comment. Second, a former nurse at an Ohio nursing home is sentenced in connection to a patient's death. Her sentence is three years of probation and surrendering her nursing license. In May of 2021, Aminata Fofana worked as an LPN at Capri Gardens Nursing and Rehabilitation Center in Lewis Center, Ohio. She removed a 72-year-old patient's tracheostomy mass to clean it. Ms. Fofana told federal investigators she forgot to reattach the tubing after cleaning it. An hour later, another nurse found the patient dead. Ms. Fofana pled guilty to one count of involuntary manslaughter in January. This is a third-degree felony. Last Monday, she was sentenced to three years of a basic level of community control. She is also ordered to maintain residence in the state surrender her nursing license, and cannot work with or volunteer with sick or elderly patients. The patient's wife filed a wrongful death suit against Capri Gardens in January. A hearing for the case is set for this month. Third, University Hospitals is embracing AI to make, to make daily hurdles for nurses and physicians more efficient. The system is partnering with Agility to implement a platform that automates the collection and analysis of data from multiple sources. These sources include EHRs and medical devices. The technology identifies patterns and trends related to patient safety. UH clinical leaders say the tech will support staff to intervene and ultimately improve outcomes. UH nursing governance councils co-design the tool with Agility. Fourth, a prime healthcare hospital in Los Angeles is under investigation after the death of a new mother. 31-year-old April Valentine arrived at the Sentinella Hospital Medical Center in Englewood, California on January 9th. The next day, she died. Her family and friends say the hospital ignored her complaints of pain and neglected her as her boyfriend performed CPR on her. Now, California's Department of Health and Human Services is investigating to determine if the hospital violated any regulations. The hospital could face fines and the potential suspension or revoking of its license as a result of any evidence that staff failed to properly care for Ms. Valentine. The U.S. has the highest maternal mortality rate among industrialized countries. Black women like Ms. Valentine are three times more likely to die during childbirth than white women. The hospital is unable to discuss care and treatment for specific patients due to privacy laws. However, a spokesperson mentioned the hospital prohibits discrimination and invests in mandatory education on diversity and implicit bias for all staff. 
25th, research published in Annals of Internal Medicine shows bacteria from a water purification system may be linked to three deaths at Boston's Brigham and Women's Hospital. The bacteria is Mycobacterium abscessus. It's found in water, which can sometimes lead to hospital-acquired infections. It was detected in four patients who were admitted to the hospital on the same floor in 2018. Three of the four patients died. Brigham and Women's Infection Control Team began to investigate. The report says the only commonality between the patients was the floor they stayed on. Usually, these bacteria are rarely found in hospital environments. It poses minimal threat to healthy individuals. However, for immunocompromised patients, it can become more serious. Researchers write that investigation into the plumbing system revealed a commercial water purifier. The purifier had charcoal filters and an ultraviolet irradiation unit. This led to ice and water machines in the cluster tower, but not to the hospital's other inpatient towers. High-risk patients were switched to sterile and distilled water. Ice and water machine maintenance intensified. The purifier was decommissioned. After these steps, there were no further cases. Clinicians conclude in the report that this instance was isolated and rare. Becker has reached out to Brigham and Women's Hospital for comment on the findings. We will update the online story if more information becomes available. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.